Hey listeners, welcome back to the Hitting Rock Metal podcast. I am your host, Sally Holder, and we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics today, sales. I know you probably just stopped and rolled your eyes and thought to yourself, no, I do not like that topic at all. But hopefully after today's episode, you are going to love it because I'm going to share with you some of the top ways to be able to convert on more of your sales. Because I dare say, if you had a process to be able to follow that would allow you to ensure that you got more people to say yes, and you converted more of the time that you were speaking with prospective clients, that you would want to do it more often. And that's exactly what we're going to do today is teach you a process to convert to taking someone from prospect all the way to sale. So without further ado, let's get started making your business just a little bit better. Okay, listeners, do you want to convert on more sales? Would you like to know that more people are going to say yes to you? Well, of course you do. But the only way we can truly get better at converting on more of our sales is by tracking our actions. See, we have to know where our leads are coming from and the path that they are currently taking from prospect all the way to sale. If we have no idea right now what that path is, then we cannot improve on it. We can't increase our conversion rates. So what is your current path? What is the path that your customers are taking from prospect to sale? How are they getting to you? Where are they coming from? Where are they finding your information? And once they get to you, what two or three or four or gosh, five things do they have to do in order for them to close the sale with you? See, what I find is that it's rarely a short process. It could take several touch points and interactions with prospects to turn them into customers and generate sales. But if we don't know where they're coming from, then we've got to spend some time finding out. I mean, one very simple way to get started on doing that is ask them. The method I've used in the past to discover more about my customers is simply by preparing a questionnaire to send out. I mean, we certainly don't want to hound our current customers. So Maybe you only choose, say, a select number of them, those that you really like and trust, or even a separate great way to entice them to participate is use an incentive to encourage them to answer the questionnaire that you're sending out. In order to do this, a really simple tool that I use is called Typeform. It's free and it's incredibly user-friendly, plus it also presents a really beautiful aesthetic to your customers. Now, you also can use something like Google Forms, but frankly, it's just not all that pretty. So I couldn't recommend Typeform more. Then you can send it out to those past customers and ask them questions like, how did you hear about me? 
what was it that encouraged you to reach out in the first place? How was the experience going from prospect to sale? Do you remember any hiccups along the way? Anything that made you a little hesitant about working together? Gather all of that information and track it from this point forward, right? Gather all of the information from past customers, but stay committed for from this point forward to tracking where people are coming from in your funnel. See, the most important things in sales are finding and closing the right customers. Once you have the right lead, you'll need to communicate the right message to them to earn their trust. You're educating that lead that has come to you about what you do, and you're creating a preference for your product or service over someone else's. In fact, the right message and a positive buying experience will get and keep the attention of your potential customer. So it's essential that you introduce yourself and your company when you connect initially with a lead. But you also want to tell the lead why they will want to work with you and what's different about your company. It's helpful to keep your buyer in mind when you go through this information. So when you're crafting it, think about you know, what problems are keeping this particular lead or prospective customer up at night. What might have motivated them to inquire about your business? And what's their typical timeline and process for purchasing? What have you learned by serving this ideal customer in the past? Then you can craft your message to meet that prospect's needs. And you can show them that you solve their pain points. And that is what will help you strategically convert on more of your sales. Additionally, you may wanna offer proof points and share customer references and even testimonials. This way, it's not just your word. It's your customers that are in fact communicating the value of your product or service. So what is your product or service done for your past customers? And go on and highlight some of these positive customer experiences and you will nail the messaging for these future buyers. Finally, it's easy to get attached to a clever email title or a creatively worded pitch, but be aware of attachment because in sales, you're gonna learn that you can always improve. So something that I like to do is test, right? Don't be attached, but send something that we refer to as A-B testing, or really, you're just comparing two email messages side by side. This can help you determine which statement does a better job of keeping the prospects engaged, excited, moving down your sales funnel, right? Which subject lines get better open rates, and which connection request message gets most people to engage with them on, engage with you on social media. 
so then you can narrow it down to determining whether A message or message B works better to creating the type of outcome that you want with your product or service. And keep track of the results. Use an Excel spreadsheet to track it, or heck, you can even use a whiteboard in your office. It is absolutely amazing what minor tweaks in wording can do to results. I mean, imagine having a 50% improvement just by changing a few words around in the subject line of your emails. So in this example, I'm just describing what I call a typical sales funnel process that you are taking a customer through as soon as they express a desire to work with you and they come through your funnel by receiving some automated emails from you that are letting them know more information about what it is that you believe, what you are excited about. And then, as I said, you can experiment with the varying messages and the varying subject lines that exist in these emails and see which one of them tends to attract the customer and takes them into the stage of converting on the sale more often. See, if you don't have a process of contacting the customer immediately, sharing more information about you, and being able to express that you solve their specific pain points, well, then the customer doesn't really understand why they should choose you over anyone else. And you don't really have a way of controlling the relationship between you and your customer meaning you don't have a great way of being able to ensure that the sale in fact happens. So I highly recommend that you look at what has been going on in the past and what actions maybe you have been doing subconsciously on a consistent basis that now you can actually automate in order to gain back some of your time and be able to ensure that the process is exactly the same each and every time someone inquires about working with you. Think about what part of that you are most excited about integrating into your sales process. And we'll be right back. Listeners, I have the tool for you. It is called Kartra. If you run an online business, you are going to want this tool in your life. Trust me. It is an online account management system that will save your life. No more duct taping various products together. See, your online business requires a bunch of different solutions that oftentimes have to be duct taped together. They lead to frustrating results, meaning you don't have a checkout page that adds customers to your mailing list or your help desk portal doesn't connect with your contacts database or your membership site doesn't work really well or even issue refunds or payments. It's all utterly frustrating and frankly, a huge waste of time until now. All of the individual sections of Kartra are woven together so seamlessly they talk to each other without ever having to configure any integration on your own. 
As a result, you are going to be able to track your customers and their interactions with all of your different solutions in one place. Doesn't that sound a little too good to be true? Well, it's not. Make sure that you get the link in my show notes to access Kartra with 14 days for free on me. So again, access Kartra 14 days for free on me with the link in my show notes, and you can come back and thank me later. Listeners, do you ever hear the phrase goal setting and want to groan a little bit? I bet you're even rolling your eyes hearing me say that phrase, aren't you? Probably because at face value, goal setting can seem daunting, boring, and even overwhelming. I mean, where do you start? How do you make them actually happen? I bet the ideas are already swirling around in your head right now, aren't they? Well, don't worry, I've got you. Goal setting doesn't have to be hard or something you dread doing once a year. You can and will with my brand new goal-getting course, Come to Love Goal Setting. Why? Because I'm going to show you all of my secrets for not just setting goals, but reaching them. These are the secrets that have helped me go from writing down lofty plans that I tucked away and never looked at again, to achieving monumental goals like writing a best-selling book and building a seven-figure business from scratch. Are you ready? I hope so. Because the goal-getting course is waiting for you. All you have to do is either head to my new website, growwiththebrim.com. That's growwiththebrim.com the brim b-r-i-m-m dot com or head to the link in the show notes and get access to the best goal getting course out there okay are you now excited about getting together an automated email process that's communicating and educating your prospective customer about the products and services you have the offers discounts any testimonials that can convince them that you are the right choice for them. I can't wait to see you incorporate this into your process because what is one thing that we know about email marketing? Well, the conversion rates on email marketing are still far higher than anything out there in social media land. So that is one of the biggest reasons why your conversion rates will increase as you incorporate this into the process of walking a prospective customer through your sales process. Now, if you don't have that down just yet, that's okay. But make sure that you begin to audit your process now from this point forward and then add this critical area to your sales process. And I can almost guarantee that your sales conversion rates will go up. If for nothing else, you are going to start tracking that to make sure it does. Okay, now let's look at the other critical area that does generate leads and pulls people through your sales process, and that's social media. Because chances are that much of your audience is hearing about you for the first time on your social media outlets. 
you know, social media really has become the number one marketing tool for all small businesses. And yes, I do have a very love-hate relationship with social media. But since so many of you have noted that this is a problem area for you, I really wanted to share a few tools that can help make your life easier and can help you increase both your following and convert on more of the prospective customers that you're interacting with out there in social media. See, the good news is you can make a ton of traction on your social media with a very few small tweaks. And by knowing your customer's general path from following you on your social media outlet to converting on a sale, you're going to know a lot more about your business. So what are you currently asking them to do, right? On Instagram, are you asking your customers to do anything? How are you currently engaging with them? See, the goal of your Instagram account is not just to increase awareness of your brand, but it's also to encourage those to go from awareness to interest to desire to taking action and paying you, right? It's not just to stay in the land of awareness. So the best way to get them to increase their awareness and want to move to interest is to follow just a few small hacks. The first is look at your Instagram bio. Your Instagram bio shows visitors who you are. It shows what you offer. And it also should show why they should care. So it's worth investing some time to get it right. Your photos show users what you do but your bio is really your chance to tell them who you are. In fact, it might be the very first point of contact for someone who's discovered your brand by clicking through from an Instagram hashtag. Does your bio make it clear why someone should follow you? Does it showcase the very best of who you are? Does it showcase the very best of your brand? See, a great Instagram bio highlights both your brand personality, but it also compels users to take action. And whether that means clicking on your link, visiting your brick and mortar store, or simply following your account, you want to make sure that it asks them to take action. Not to mention your profile photo in your Instagram bio is kind of critical too. I'm sure you're thinking, what in the world is she talking about? She is usually so much more tactical. I know, bear with me here. But (laughs) my bio is important because if you are your brand, then your face needs to be on your profile picture and not your logo. I know you're thinking my bio cannot be this important, but oh, sister, it is. Trust me, I would not be talking about it if it weren't. See, the fact is your prospective customer wants to know who it is that they are trying to trust. Whether they realize it or not, they more likely trust someone that they can see. Studies have shown when it's a straightforward picture of your face, Zoomed in and you are facing the camera, 
that more people will want to follow you. I know, I know, it sounds nuts, but frankly, it's true. I mean, the studies don't lie. The statistics back up this information. So now let's look at the actual content in your bio. You have 150 characters to convince someone to follow you. How well are you using those right now? See, on the first line, you want to make sure you include your transformation statement. What is it that you do to transform the lives of your clients? Edit your bio to reflect that on the first line right now. Pull over the car, make it happen. No, I'm just kidding. But take some time to make sure that you think through what's the transformation that you give your clients? Is it that you give them more peace or happiness or more revenue? What can they walk away with as a result of doing business with you? How are you going to make them feel? Make sure that your bio reflects that. Put it on the first line. Why hide the ball? Why hide the fact that you solved their specific problem? That's why they came there, is because they want to know whether they realize it or not if you are someone that can help them. See, all people are walking around with problems. And sales is all about making a match. It's about showing someone else that you solved their problem. So, That's all it has to be. Keep it short and sweet. You can keep it to five or six words, right? The shorter, the better. Make it clear and succinct that you solved this problem. Then the second line should be your credentials. What makes you the one that they need to follow or learn from? I mean, what makes you special? So make that clear. Have you been featured somewhere spectacular? Have you written a book about the topic that is the subject of which you are solving their problem? Let them know that you are the best and show the credentials that make you so. On the third line is your call to action. All good marketing materials include a clear and compelling call to action. And your Instagram bio is no exception. If this is the bulk of where your visitors and prospective leads are coming from, then you want to give them clear direction. Think of it as like a sign to say, come on in. Let's do business together. I'm open. If you had a brick and mortar location, you would absolutely be doing that. And for many of us, our presence is only digital. And so we need to put the sign out there. And your Instagram bio is the perfect place to do that. So what's the first thing you want people to do after they visit your profile? Is it that you want them to visit a particular link? Is it that you want them to buy your book or your products? You know, maybe you have a different conversion goal in mind. Maybe you want people to, you know, I don't know, like your Facebook page or sign up for your newsletter. All of those things can be stated in your particular profile. And if you audit your process, your sales process that you have right now, 
you can make sure that you lead them to the exact next step you want them to take. And I can't recommend this enough. Instagram is rented media. You do not own it. Someone theoretically could hack your Instagram, which I have seen happen way too many times lately, and clients are losing access to their thousands upon thousands of followers. Now, they're freaking out if they have not followed a specific process to convert them from lead, right, to someone who is actually in their sales funnel because they no longer have access to those people. They have not taken them from rented media to owned media, meaning something they own, like their email list. Your goal is absolutely to convert people from that rented media space into your owned media space, where you have control over how often you communicate with them. You don't have a lot of control over that in your social media, right? Facebook owns both Facebook and Instagram, and they own whether or not you get to communicate with your prospective customer. So it only makes sense that you would want to compel them to move from Instagram into a space where you can communicate with them more often. And most of that involves with capturing their email address. Now, there are so many different ways that you can go about that. You can get them, again, like I said, to sign up for your newsletter. You can encourage them to simply visit your website. You can also get more creative with a call to action saying something more compelling like, Come see what you love and immediately follow that with a link to your website. So you can make it fun and interesting with the call to action in your bio. It is such a valuable addition. Call to actions significantly increase the likelihood users will take action and take the action you're specifically describing and asking them to take. Because they are given a guide of exactly what to do and how to do it. So rather than just inserting Linktree or something like that, be specific and tell them exactly what you want to do. Guide them through the process and suddenly you have established just in a very short period of time that you are an expert in what you do. Now, there are, are a number of different actions you can prioritize in your bio. You can even squeeze in a few different calls to action if you want. So consider what would be most valuable to your business and make room for that. Here are some approaches you can take with your calls to action. Okay, I gave you one that was a little more free willy and creative, but here's one that's just simply direct. You can simply say, click our bio link to shop our latest products. Here is one where you can encourage users to share. If you are attempting to bring more leads into your funnel, you could use something like tag, hashtag, and then use a branded hashtag, right? 
um, hashtag grow with the brim to be featured, right? Then you could use something like promote a limited time offer. So it could have a very simple call to action that says shop our Black Friday sale with an arrow down to the link. Or you could even highlight a contest, like share your favorite flavor for a chance to win, right? Having two calls to action in your Instagram bio could look like this, meaning you could have more than one. You could have one that's encouraging users to share and tag it in content. And then the other, you... Good Lord. Having two calls to action in your Instagram bio could look like this. One, encouraging users to share and tag it in content. And the other, driving users to click the link and learn more about your products or services. You can also have something linking to your latest product launch to kind of ride the wave of any other Instagram marketing efforts that bring attention to the product. You know, you could have maybe a sign-up page for a link to, you know, your course or your digital offerings, or like I said before, just simply your email list. You could have a link to your latest video if content is at the heart of your business, or an event registration page for your latest event. Just be sure to adapt your bio copy to incorporate at least one call to action so that you can make sure that you are tracking how effective your bio is at driving traffic to your owned media sources. Now, as you are driving them to your owned media, like your own website, or your email list, there are opportunities for you to be able to bring them through your funnel by offering what I call the freebie. Now, most of the time, people are willing to exchange their email address for free content. It is a fantastic way for you to demonstrate your expertise and gain a little bit of knowledge about your prospective client. Because when you have several different offerings on your website, offering information, say, about certain aspects of your business that support one product or another, right? Maybe they are undoubtedly interest in increasing their revenue versus building an email list, then it's going to tell you much more information about that prospective customer simply based on what free information they download. And so then you have information, say, that they are very excited about increasing their revenue, and so they are likely an entrepreneur. Now, through your process, you can have targeted or automated emails that can be sent directly to the individual that downloaded the freebie on your website, and you can contact them by letting them know that you are capable of helping them increase their revenue through these various products and services that you offer. 
then through those various emails, you're letting them know as well, some testimonials, some, you know, information about past clients and the successes that they have experienced as a result of doing business with you. That is exactly the process that you can take that will convert on more of the sales because more likely your customer is going to need to hear from you multiple times about a specific product or service before they are going to pull the trigger to sign up to pay you money. So you can see that they are going to need to hear far more from you than whatever it is that they are initially hearing from you on social media. So offering the freebie to exchange for their email is a fantastic way to begin to communicate with them more regularly and have a much higher rate of converting them on a prospective sale ultimately. It also is going to give you a very clear process to determine how many people that convert from your Instagram bio all the way through to through that email process to a potential sale or actually making that purchase. You are going to be able to come up with hardcore numbers to know for every 100 people that I am capable of driving through this particular funnel, five of them make a purchase, right? So now I know that that has a 5% conversion rate. So it is worth me partnering and spending more time to grow the number of people that go through my funnel. I can make financial projections based on the number of people that I can drive through that funnel because I now know it has a 5% conversion rate. I now know that if I sell a $5,000 product and I convert on five of those for every 100 people that... I am earning $25,000 for every 100 people that are coming through that funnel. Now, that would be a wonderful conversion rate. Not 100% realistic, but, um, but those are fantastic numbers to be able to know. That is how you can eventually know what you are creating with consistency, what your revenue is going to be with consistency in your business. So often I get the statement from prospective entrepreneurs that I would love to shift into entrepreneurship, but I love a steady paycheck. And I say to them immediately, so do I. And they often do not understand how entrepreneurship can eventually turn into very steady, right, paychecks and very steady knowledge of what you are capable of creating month in month out. Now this is just one of the ways that you can absolutely know what you are capable of creating based on the efforts that you put in. You know there are many other things that we will talk about later on through payment plans etc that can allow you to know what your steady revenue can be but this is possible for you. So if you are an aspiring entrepreneur, you will get very quickly if you implement some of these tools to the point where you are capable of predicting exactly how many people you need to reach in order to create this number of sales and this amount of revenue. And that's ultimately what I want you to be. 
is in a position of control, in a position where you have so much awareness of what your actions are actually generating in your business, of how much revenue so that you can, quote, turn up the dial, right? As I say on the cover of my website, amp up the volume, turn it up or turn it down based on what your needs and desires are within your business in that prospective month. I mean, think about how incredible it would be if you wanted to plan a massive summer vacation, once we're out of COVID, um, massive summer vacation for you and your family. And you know that that vacation is going to cost you $20,000 to spend an entire summer away traveling abroad. Now you know, based on your conversion rates and the actions you have been tracking and the process that you have developed, exactly what you need to do and how much you need to turn up the volume in your overall sales funnel and how many more leads you need to generate in order to create that amount of revenue. It's that powerful to evaluate, audit your process, and put some of these small hacks into place to be able to convert on more sales and ultimately know your numbers. So I hope this information has been helpful. I hope it has helped you realize truly how much control that you have as an entrepreneur and it's inspired you to go back and to be able to audit your process. I can't wait to hear from you as usual about what part of this episode has has inspired you the most and has gotten you the most excited about changing something in your business to be able to make it just a little bit better. Thanks for joining me in today's Hitting Rock Middle podcast. Again, I'm your host, Sally Holder. Make sure to join us each week. We have a new episode that launches every single Wednesday. If it's helping you make your business better, make sure to share this podcast with your friends. Tag us, share it with other female entrepreneurs that you know are looking to level up their business or the aspiring entrepreneur that needs a little confidence and growth in order to be able to make her business a possibility. So thanks for joining me today. I hope this made your life and your business just a little bit better. 